Hi everyone, welcome once again to Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel podcast. As some of you may know, I broadcast a live show on YouTube every Sunday. Each week we discuss a different Elvis-related topic. This week I asked my viewers to choose which Elvis cowboy movie was their favourite. The choices were Love Me Tender, 1956, Flaming Star, 1960, Tickle Me, 1965, Stay Away Joe, 1968, and Charo, 1969. I asked them to vote on a poll also, and you will hear the result at the end of the podcast. So sit back, relax, and listen to the opinions of the callers to the show. Hello there, Dylan. So. Yeah. Which one? Charo. Charo. Oh, I wouldn't have thought that. I really wouldn't have thought that. I either thought you were a flaming star man or something like that. No. Charo. Why? 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 Yeah, tell me why, yeah. You believe him in the role. Right. He, he blends in well. If mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Because in all the others, Elvis is like the standout person. Whereas in Charo, he kind of blends in with everybody else. Yeah. He's Which got... is what I think they wanted. Like, they didn't want him to kind of stand out. They wanted him to be part of the gang. And did, did you mind that, that he didn't sing? I mean, would he have lost credibility if he'd have sung during a movie? I mean, he only sings over the opening credits. They were He was supposed to sing uh, Let's Forget About the Stars as well, wasn't he? But they pulled it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that it wouldn't have took anything away from it. But I do think it's good that he did sing at least once. Mm. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, thinking actually, Ch- Charo isn't a, Charo isn't a bad song either. It's quite dramatic. It's a, it's got that sort of uh, uh, Morricone sort of feel to it, hasn't it? Yeah, it's very it's very dramatic, like you say. Mm. Yeah. But I was thinking about what Michael said last week. Uh, what did he say? About how, like, he could have like done a role of his like a few more times, right? And I was thinking about this. Vince Everett is the perfect candidate for that and I'll tell you for why in the first one we see him like coming out of prison and like getting over that right if he'd done Vince in like three or four films we could have really seen the development of his character good idea so you're saying you're saying a series of movies like like the Indiana Jones movies or something like that the Star Wars movies a whole sort of series of different movies but based around the character of Vince Everett uh, yeah, because I think in the second one, they could have shown, like, is it is it Peggy, does this, this really tell the character? I can't remember yes, her name. Yes, that's her name, Peggy, yes. Yeah. So, I, so no, it, it's weird, because I'm weird like this. I planned this out in my whole head for <laughs> no reason. So, so, the way it goes for me is opening credits, Peggy's funeral, because obviously Judy passed. Yes, unfortunately. Like, after the, yeah. So, like, they show, like, the funeral, and then they show Vince, like, grieving. And that could really be a chance for Elvis to do emotional things because we never really seen him do emotional. Yeah, and I, 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 I wonder where his character would have gone. Would he have sort of made it big or bigger in the music business, do you think? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I think with Peggy dying, it would have given him an extra motive to, like, carry on. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he would. I think he would have really made it big. 
And I wonder would they have developed the uh, Mickey, what was his name? Uh, the fellow that was in prison with him. Uh, Slawsnessy, is that how you say his name? I think so. Yeah. And also, um, there was there was there was another. No, that was the only real character, wasn't there? Him and him. Yeah. Those were the two characters because obviously Judy died, so there wouldn't have been that third character. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 it's. And maybe they would have brought another character in. Maybe they would have brought another manager in. What do you think? A little bit like Tom Parker, maybe that would have been interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. To replace to to replace Judy Tyler. Mm. Yeah, great idea. Great idea. Okay, so you're you're going to vote for Charo, yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Dylan. Always good to hear thank from you. you. Cheers. Bye. Right. Thank you. Okay. So uh, yeah, we have uh, another caller on the line, and uh, I will just say, hello, Chris. hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. Can you hear me? Hi, Steve. Hello, young lady. How are you? Hi. Not too bad. How are you? This isn't. This is quite seldom. I think you've called in before, though, haven't you? I know. A uh, couple of times. Yeah. I get really nervous, but Don't, there's nothing. There's nothing to be nervous about because you're you're, you're amongst friends. I know, but you know, I just think sometimes, like, uh, my tongue gets tied a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, mine does as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So what, no, what, what do you think then about uh, Cowboy Elvis? Oh, Steve, man. <laughs> when I, I saw the thing, the topic, I thought, oh, God, this is going to be hard. And I didn't really factor in, tickle me, but you just did. I was like, oh, God. But <laughs> you want one, don't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I do want one. Yeah, you can't say all of them. No, unfortunately. But I've gone for Flame and Star. Right, and why Flaming Star? This is what I want to know. It, you know, it's not just picking the Flaming Star, but why out of the uh, above the other five? Oh, sorry, the other four. Yeah. I mean, why why that one? Because of the story itself, okay. and Tessa and his mum being with white people, so it's like a mixed race mm-hmm. issue. And I thought that was a really good story. And obviously Elvis looked fab, but he acted fab as well. Yes, he certainly did. You particularly know, that end, um, that end part, the speech he makes at the end before uh, he, before he rides off into the sunset. Oh, he rides off. I know. Tears every time. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, I actually last year bought it on Blu-ray, Flame and Star. Right. Uh, he, on Blu-ray, it just looked absolutely fantastic. Yeah. So. And also, it was a favourite of mine when I was a child as well, watching with my mum. Um, we loved sitting watching Elvis movies uh, when my dad was out. <laughs> and I, I, I think that ending where he doesn't actually die, he rides off and leaves it sort of inconclusive, is simply because of the reaction yeah. that the, they had when he died in, yeah. in Love Me Tender. They had to sort of... Uh, uh, they had to put an extra little bit on the end of "Love Me Tender," didn't they? Where he's singing yeah. uh, as the funeral is going on. Yeah, yeah. But it was the same in Flame and Star because he obviously, he, you know, the Indian tradition of the like his mom went. When you see the Flame and Star, you die, you aren't you? So. So it's a quite a very emotional film, I yeah. think. And I yeah, think but they, they didn't they, they they weren't gonna actually show him dying like they did in Love Me Tender because no. so they sort of left no. it open ended. Maybe he didn't die. Maybe he didn't. You never know. No, he might. <laughs> he might have just not died, yeah. yeah. 
It so, just sort so, of gives you that impression, though. <laughs> so but anyway, yeah. so you're voting, you're voting for Flaming Star. So so far, we've got one vote for Flaming, Flaming Star, Star and one vote for yeah. Taro. Okay, that's yeah, great. No problem, Steve. Thanks a lot, Chris, Th- and thanks for modding yeah, for me. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. Oh, no problem, Steve. Anytime. Okay. Bye. Hello, Duncan. Hi, Steve. How are you? Oh, well, how are you? What do you think on this? Uh, is this a good topic or what? <laughs> a really good one. Yeah. Really good one. I, I, it, I think. It makes you think. Elvis Elvis was particularly good and particularly natural in cowboy roles. I think. Which makes it a harder question. I would probably go with Flaming Star. And that's what I voted in the poll for. I think it's a combination of things. I think his acting ability... In Charo, the ability was still there the way it was in Flaming Star. I think the difference with Flaming Star was how it was its, its, its direction and the cinematography of it made such a difference. As well as like a Steve Forrest, etc. If you take the script, for example, the script of a Charo was very much trimmed back. It was. I was going to say that, yeah. It was completely altered uh, after he'd signed. He signed up for it, and then they altered it. He wasn't He wasn't best pleased. Yes. <laughs> no, he wasn't, absolutely not. And, and the role, the anti-hero role, was diluted considerably from what it originally was. If you think of Westerns at the time of Charo, that anti-hero role would have given Elvis huge possibilities. Yes. But again, it was... It was shortchanging Elvis, in a sense, giving him material that was not on a par with his ability. So it, it wasn't giving him scripts and films that were on a par with his ability. It was putting them into a box of what they felt an Elvis movie should be like. Almost El- Elvisifying Charles. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that there was no singing during it. I think that was the right choice. But I think that Flaming Star had a very strong script. Don Siegel, an amazing director, as we know, who went on to direct countless Clint Eastwood movies. That's right, yes. And there's, when you look at Charo, it almost feels, in a sense, claustrophobic in places. It feels small. And if you look at the director who directed Charo, his background was directing... TV shows and the odd TV movie, so that's going to be a smaller scale. And I, th- but I think there was there was possibilities for Charo to become like a dollar western, a spaghetti western, had it not been diluted so far and had they given it to a director of the magnitude of Don Siegel. Whereas Don Siegel was able to explore in Flaming Star with Elvis the friction between the two sides of where he came from and and who do we, who do we who do we blame for for diluting it down for diluting charo down yeah i know i know it, it sounds as if it's who i always go to i think colonel parker yeah it had to be again i think it had to be i think yeah again i think as i said last week i think he was afraid of elvis growing his wings and flying mm. in that sense mm. Um, I don't think he knew the movie business the way he knew the music business. And I would argue by the time we were getting towards the tail end of the 60s, I don't know how well he even knew the music business. Yeah. I mean, by the time Charo came around anyway, the the movies were just about completed anyway. They were just finishing up their, uh, their, you know, their, their, uh, the contracts, I believe anyway. 
Uh, no, so, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Again, had Elvis been given quality scripts, he would not have been. But I mean, you, when you look at the ability Elvis had and the scripts he was being given, now it's a testament to him that he lifted those scripts beyond what they would otherwise have been. Oh, yes. But you can see why he would be bored artistically from that mm. by the time we got to the late 60s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, as always, Duncan, a great uh, phone call, and, and thanks again for, for calling in. Great. Love to speak to you, Steve. Cheers, Duncan. Cheers, bye. All the best. Bye-bye. And hi, Jonathan. Welcome to the show. Um, thank you. What would you nice, like to... Awesome uh, topic, Steve. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Yeah, I, I rack my brain most weeks trying to think of what would be a good topic for us all to discuss, and uh, I uh, thought, well, let's let's discuss the cowboy roles. Which would you have picked out of those four? Well, uh, I love Flaming Star. Ah, I think Flaming Star is going to win tonight. I really do. I I think so too. Flaming Star is just, is one. First of all, it's my favorite Elvis movie. Number one, number and one. I just love the yeah. Number one, I always watch Flaming Star every week or every two weeks. You know, is is it performance? Is it the co-stars or it's 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 not it's not the music because I don't believe. For a minute, people went to watch Flaming Star for the music. Well, I don't think so either. I, I think at the time, pe- some people were ups- not upset, but disappointed there was no music. Mm. And then they didn't give it much credit. That um, I think at the time, Colonel said, well, you see Elvis, nobody wants to go see a dramatic film. They want to go see you sing. Mm-hmm. But now, looking at it again, or watching it again, uh, you know they they love Elvis's performance there. He, I thought he was amazing, Flaming Star. I loved him, and Flaming Star. He, yeah, they, we had that one song, and I think there was like two or three songs cut out, cut out. Uh, there was Brit, uh, Br- Britches was cut out, and uh, Summer Kisses, Winter Tears as well was cut out. So they were cut out, which they're great songs. I love those songs. They're great songs, and yeah. I sometimes wonder how it'll look in the scene, but. Other than that, you know, the the dramatic role uh, was amazing. I loved it. I love, you know, he, he's being, you know, he's from Texas in the movie. He's from Texas. I'm from Texas. So <laughs> has that adds another point to it. But, you know, Elvis Presley as, you know, uh, have a Native American also, you know, it just, you know, fit well. I mean, there's no doubt his acting prowess was brilliant in Flaming Star, as it was in Jailhouse Rock and King Creole and, and you know, a host of other movies as well. Uh, it's just everybody seems to pick on the beach movies and the harem scarums and the likes and things like that. Nobody remembers these, you know, these <laughs> these performances for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, they always seem to pick on the, the, the weaker performances, the beach movies and things like that. Well, I, I guess it's because, you know, it's beach movies and Elvis is, you know, um, making a fool, not, not a fool of himself, you know, doing silly scenes and whatnot, which, you know, I love those movies too. Don't get me wrong. I love them. I, I enjoy watching them too, but they, I, I guess some of the fans love to watch Elvis, you know, 
having a good time, you know, you know. Some, somebody, yeah, somebody said, w- would you recommend Tickle Me? And I said, yes, I would recommend Tickle Me simply because it depends what sort of mood you're in. You know, if you're in a mood just for a little bit of lighthearted comedy or something like that, then you're going to watch Tickle Me. You're going to watch Double Trouble. Exactly. However, if you want to see a good acting performance, you're going to watch Flaming Star, Charo. You're, you're going to watch uh, King Creole, uh, J-Lex Rock. You exactly. Know. So, yeah, yeah. Those are great movies. Yeah, there's, you know, serious dramatic role while in the country is another one. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean there's there's not there's not one of the thirty one movies that I wouldn't watch. And people would say, Really? But there isn't. There isn't one. It just depends on your mood. Yeah, it really depends on your mood. You know, there's times I wanna see Harem Scarum or Change of Habit. You know, it just really like you said, it really depends on your mood. Yeah. Well he looks so fantastic in Change of Habit. That's why I watch it. <laughs> I wonder yes, I, I sit there wondering how somebody can look that good. You know. Right, I, I I don't understand it myself either. Like, I, I you know I try to look like Elvis, but I'll never compare myself to him. <laughs> I know, never. I know we can all but, wish. Uh, he, yeah, we can all wish. Uh, yes, we can all wish. Even in, you know in his later years, he still look amazing on stage. I always say, you know, even on his worst day, he still looked better than most of us. So let's yes. leave you know let's leave the fella alone. You know. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. You know, he's right. just a great. Is. You know, you can tell he, he he was like a little upset doing his movies, but he put a lot of work into it for the fans. You yeah, know? and he you always know, remained I, professional. I'm doing my best. Yeah, he always remained yes. professional. Yeah. Okay, Jonathan, lovely yeah. to speak to you. Yeah, great, I mean, great to hear from you. Uh, yes, nice to hear from you too. Okay, thanks, Jonathan. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Hello, Norset. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing very very well. Twice. In a week now. We, we spoke to you last uh, yeah. week as well, didn't we? Well, you know, this is a great topic. <laughs> <laughs> I try, I try. Every week's a great topic, really. Yeah, ho- hopefully. <laughs> so, of course, I'm, I'm going with Flaming Star. Oh, right. I think Flaming Star is <laughs> going to win. <laughs> oh, well, you know, he's like half-dressed throughout most of the movies. So all the women, you know, are probably more or less going to be <laughs> favoring yeah. that. No, I'm <laughs> Uh, no, I actually I think you know script wise, it was it was very well balanced in both um, the point of view from you know the white family and the Native American family. Okay, it, you know it really was a great um, script if you really want to look at it in that it 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 handled racism, which was kind of before its time. Not you don't expect that in an Elvis you know movie, much less a, a western. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the action sequences too. Um, you know, we know he did a lot of his stunts, so that that was really great. He, he handled himself very, very well. The acting was really good. He looked good. He looked fit, didn't he? He looked great. Uh, oh, he, yeah. he, he had a great um, supporting cast: Steve Forrest, Barbara Eden. Yeah, uh, he did. So yeah, twentieth um, Century Fox, I think, wasn't it? So they had they had plenty of. They, it was quite a big budget as well, I believe. Right, and it, it's just it, it didn't do that well at the box office in the end, did it? Well, it was coming off the heels of GI Blues, mm. so he had that to kind of tackle because that was a, a great movie. And then he had Wild in the Country, and he he was sunk once they did Blue Hawaii. That was yeah. It was kind of well, I always say the Blue Hawaii sealed his fate as far as the movies were concerned. Oh, definitely, and it's too bad because he did such a really great job in this movie, but it it was sort of overlooked and it wasn't something i don't think that you know his teenage fans 
because he was still young. He was 1960. He was just coming out of the army. They they wanted the GI blues. They they wanted that type of a an Elvis, and they didn't quite get him in what they wanted, which is kind of too bad because this could have been a great vehicle to launch his more serious career. Yeah, I mean, it was the it was the format, wasn't it? It was the 13 songs, nice and colorful, well shot, and all yeah. this and all that. The song and this was was good. Um, and it's what they did back in the day. It's not like they had television, you know, out in the old wild west. <laughs> yeah. So they, when they had parties, somebody, there was always a musical instrument so that it fit, it yeah. fit well enough. But yeah. other than that, you know, I don't know that people would have been more looking forward to more types of movies like that from him. And, it, and it's kind of too bad, you know, I mean, King Creole was incredible, but he had been gone to the army. And then he comes back with GI Blues, and they throw this, and then Wild in the Country, and then you get Blue Hawaii, and that's it. It's over. Yeah, and they, of course, Blue Blue Hawaii had him coming out of the army. Uh, Kid Galahad had him coming out of the yes. army. There was there was yeah. a theme there, wasn't there? They wanted to see Elvis coming out of the army. Yeah, they were milking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, no well. sense. Thanks right. very much. Thanks. Bye. All the best. Bye bye. Bye. Hi, Steve. Hi. Who's that? Yeah, this is uh, Voice of College Football. This is Mark. You uh, you have an amazing channel. That's, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Entertained me for a long time. So well, I it's like this. It. I think that it's the fans that are amazing. I just sit here and blather away for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what, what do you think about these these movies? Well, um, I'm in my 50s, so I've seen Elvis movies since I was like eight years old. So I've watched these movies dozens, if not hundreds, of times, probably like you. Uh, I probably know Flaming Star the least. I'm guessing I've only seen it maybe three or four times, and it's been a long time. But I think it's, I think from my from what I've heard from critics and also my memory of it, that it's probably the best of the cowboy movies. But I'm going to stick up for Love Me Tender. Oh, right. I'm going to go from a historical standpoint, Steve. That. If you take any of those other movies out of his catalog, I think to the average person, there's not a whole lot lost in his movie career, but Let Me Tender obviously set the stage for everything else, much like everything he did in 1956 set the stage for his legendary status for his entire career and popularity. So I also really admire that he showed up at the the set with everyone's the entire script, everyone's parts memorized that he was that enthusiastic and took it that seriously. Yes, yes, that's correct. Yeah, um, very admirable, actually, very admirable. Uh, and so, so you're actually voting for Love Me Tender, yes? I voted for Love Me Tender. Okay, all right. That's uh, uh, there is also something that just uh, just hits me emotionally, just knowing that's the first time he's been on screen. That's before he really knew who he was and what his place was. And he's still kind of finding himself. And I, I, I'm a, I admire his willingness to take that on. And I, I think that's a huge challenge at the age of 21 and everything that was thrown at him, his first year of show business, like he says on the uh, high gardener call, everything's happened to me. So, so fast, I'm all mixed up that uh, if you really take into consideration Everything that uh, he did in 1956, uh, the accomplishments are just, of course, amazing. You know, like seven consecutive number one hits and all of that. But 
just to kind of put yourself in his place with all the controversy and all the criticism of him that he took all that on as a 21 year old is I really admire him for that. It's interesting that in interviews prior to him doing Love Me Tender, he said he didn't want to sing in the movies because he says, mm-hmm. I don't think you can sing and be taken seriously. And then he, when, when he realized that they were slipping these numbers in, he actually, on the telephone to June Juanico, he said he was disappointed that they'd asked him to sing. Mm-hmm. So we, we, get a flavor, we, we, get, we get a flavor of how he was feeling about that movie. It's just uh, crazy that he was so talented, so charismatic, so charming, is that it worked against him. Yes. And that they could just throw him in in anything. And like you have been saying for the last few minutes, I love watching any Elvis movie. Sure, I have my favorites. And sure, I look at some of them and I know that they're kind of tongue-in-cheek, kind of not serious movies, but I enjoy all of them because it's Elvis and because he's just such a a charismatic, fearing uh, person that uh, I enjoy all of them. But, you know, he wanted to do, and he did do some credible movies. And like you said a few minutes ago, it's a shame that most people don't, that aren't Elvis fans, don't recognize, they can't separate the quality of the movies with the quality of his acting. Yeah. Just to consider that he was surrounded by actors who that was their craft. That's what they did all the time. And the only acting he did in these movies and because who he was and because they were made for him. And the only reason we watched them is because of him. He had to be in them like 90 some percent of the time. That's right. Uh, After Love Me Tender, he's basically in all these movies almost all the time. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's a lot to put on someone and um and for him to act as well as he did with the lack of experience again just just points to his amazing talent it's 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 hard to take your your eyes off elvis when he's on the screen isn't it he's got just that magnetic sort of you know your eyes follow him around the screen <laughs> yeah there's there's a um interview i saw with walter Matthau about king creole and uh, I believe it's Michael Curtis who directed it, the, the famous director. And uh, at one point, Walter Matthau, I forget which scene it was, but Michael Curtis said, you're overacting. You're really not playing the role correctly. You're overacting. He said, check out the kid here. He's just, he's just, he's not trying to act. He's not trying to play a role. He's just... He's understanding who this person is. And and Walter Matthau was basically saying he was kind of showing me up that <laughs> this inexperienced kid can outact you because he's just a natural and he's just understanding who the who the individual is supposed to be. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. 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 But like I say, you, you're right what you say. People just clump all of Elvis movies all together. All 31 yeah. of them were just beach movies and that was it. They don't realize that he did all these different types of movies. Uh, it's just a shame. It's just a shame that everybody yeah. seems to identify and say it's speech movies and that was Elvis. So, uh, Voice of College uh, Football, thank you very, very much for calling in. I'm glad. It's nice to speak to you. Yeah, Steve. Thanks. Thanks for taking my call. Okay, Thanks. cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. We will do the poll. And I look at it and no surprise whatsoever. For those of you watching on Catch Up, I'll tell you that... It is 49% Flaming Star, 
28% Charo and only 15% Love Me Tender. And poor old Stay Away Joe, 6%. No wonder it was voted 31st by that website. So Flaming Star with nearly half the votes. And believe it or not, I would have gone for Flaming Star as well. So no no surprise there. Uh, And thanks to everybody that voted on the poll. Thanks once again for joining me on Elvis, the Ultimate Fan Channel podcast. And I'd like to extend an invite to everybody listening to join me on Sunday's live shows on the YouTube channel. I'd love to hear from you during the call-in section when we discuss all things Elvis. That's all for this week. Take care of yourselves and I hope you can join me next time for another podcast from Elvis, the Ultimate Fan Channel. (laughs) 